0: This, this, this is the Porpoise Pod. Porpoise Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All Dolphins, all the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your host, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana. Porpoise Pod coming at you as Tobin and Solana are coming at you after a victory over the Cleveland Browns. An absolute ass-whooping 39 to 17, which may have them on the cusp of first place. We are reacting live to bills and Vikings. As we're, as we're recording this, this has been a, a topsy turvy back and forth between the division <laughs> rival. But if Minnesota can pull this off somehow uh, with this game, looking like it may be going overtime, time. a little ahead of me right now, because I may be watching on some <laughs> Swahili, you know, pirate feed. And he is watching, you know, an actual legitimate television. Um, the Bills are trying to march down. They had an epic, epic turnover by Josh Allen in the end zone to uh, to cough up the lead in this game. So we're paying attention to that, but mostly important, the Dolphins took care of business themselves today. They took out the Cleveland Browns in what was, I would say, Solana their most complete game to, to date. They dominated every facet of this game. They absolutely killed Cleveland uh, every way, up and down, run game, pass game, defense, turnover battle. I mean, really the only thing you could say is a complaint today is the special teams for the Dolphins for the uh, opening drive kickoff return and Jason Sanders uh, forgetting that he needs to kick extra points. But other than that, pretty, pretty perfect game.
1: Yeah, this one is going to overtime Tobin. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, the uh, the Bills kicker did not pull a Jason Sanders and uh, this one's going to overtime. But just just look at the Dolphins very first drive. So after you know, kind of a collapse on that opening, uh, that opening kickoff, like you mentioned, and then the Browns marching down the field, Jacoby Brissett uh, looking pretty solid in that first drive. The Dolphins' response was maybe the most balanced offensive series I've seen from the Dolphins in, I mean, Tobin, you got to help me out here. Two decades. Seriously, like I don't 40,
0: know, dude. I, Forty-two I mean, like,
1: yards passing. Forty-two yards passing. Forty-two yards rushing. Jeff Wilson on that opening series, thirty-three yards on three carries. Tua with a little fake sees gets the defender up in the air, gets around him, throws it to Alec Ingold. He gets his first receiving touchdown of the year, and you didn't even need Tyree Kill or Jalen Waddle on that opening drive. It was, it was just a thing of beauty, and it was. Kind of setting the tone for the rest of the game. This was all around. Other than than Jason Sanders, all around, just uh, the the best Dolphins victory of the season. Tobin,
0: it was seven super, and three. It was super complete. And it's funny, like this is we we have sung his praises all season, deservedly so. And you don't even know who I'm saying yet, but uh, Mike McDaniel has has is is a true guru. But this is gotta be the game he has always envisioned when he took this job between the balance, the way the running game was the guys that were involved. This was, this was a Mike McDaniel guys game. Okay. It was, it was Engel. It was Jeff Wilson, Jr. Mostert. And it was Sherfield. Those guys balled out today. And those are all Mike McDaniel guys. They all execute his system to perfection. And everybody's so scared now, the dynamic duo that is Jalen Wall and Tyreek Hill, understandably so. But this just shows you now, you know, in a game where everybody says Tua is buoyed by his receivers, sure, they have the threat of them. But today, you know, he, he did not rely on them time in and time out. He spread that ball around to everybody, spread the wealth. And Jeff Wilson Jr., dude, this guy runs with such a ferocity, such an anger to him. Like, it's... That that to me is 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 something that's that's uh, really really impressive. I love this guy. I don't know how Dolphins can't be already in love with what Jeff Wilson's bringing to the table. Oven, we've got a running game, <laughs> the amazing dude. We got the whole package. Let's go. Look at him, dude. He's lowering the short. Then like nobody wanted to tackle him. Anyway. Everybody come <laughs> here. Chub, 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 chub. This. Chub. First of all, we know who the best one of the family tree was there today. It was Bradley. Okay, because the pass rush was unbelievable today. It, it, it was it was a force. Not having to get all gimmicky. This was four or five guys going and getting pressure on Jacoby Brissett, and the 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 guy in Nick Chubb, who is yes, arguably the best running back in the league. You wouldn't know it by watching today. The Dolphins. It was like a Landon Roberts set the tone early with that <laughs> just amazing tackle on him. I thought the linebackers did a fantastic job today. Just a just just a a, a complete ass whooping, Solana. They manned him up, and it was great to see. Yeah, man. Um,
1: just so balanced, it really was. Like you you mentioned, McDaniel's guys just uh, just showing off today. And I like I'm I'm watching this game, and, and you you're, you're saying, wow, they finally got it together. And McDaniel told us right all season long regarding the running game, it'll come around. He's been saying that it'll come around. And uh, I mean, you can't, you can't credit Chris Greer enough and, uh, and Mike McDaniel for going out and getting his guy, but what a difference Jeff Wilson makes credit to Raheem Mostert as well. He didn't even get touched on that touchdown run he had, um, which was impressive as hell. But Jeff Wilson, after the dolphins get the turnover on downs, the game was pretty much over there, but one play, they hand it off and Jeff Wilson, the cut he makes on the defender to get around them Tyree kills, hugging them at the five yard line before they even get into the end zone. Um, I mean, if you had to draw up the perfect running and passing attack offensively for the dolphins, the perfect situation, you, you got it today. You got it today. This was it right here. And, and Tobin, we talked about this four game stretch, maybe too much, right? Like maybe, maybe we, we've, we've kind of talked about it a little bit and, and it's been a little overblown, but, we kept saying if you can get three of of these four, I mean, that's, that's huge. That's, that's great. The dolphins are going into their bye seven and three, uh, you know, the Vikings, I I hate them right now. There's a chance the dolphins can be first place in the division, even if they're not, I mean, they're right there, neck and neck with Buffalo. They're putting the pressure on Buffalo now. And and Josh Allen keeps trying to tackle dudes and, (laughs) and, uh, and that injury isn't going anywhere. Um, You have the Texans, there's a chance this team can be eight and three. I I mean,
0: like bro, there's generally no team right now in this league. I don't think they can hang with. If you told me they had Kansas city next week, I'm going to believe in the dolphins. Even if it's in KC. I guess the only question that's really remaining is like, what does this look like in the cold weather? And this is the type of game that gives you confidence in that because you're not going to have to rely all on bombs down the field bombs over the middle. When they try and take stuff away, like, that was the thing that was inspiring about today is, okay, we know that they were trying to take away Cheetah and Waddle over the middle deep. We know that that weapon, that, that, that was going to be Cleveland's great adjustment. and The Dolphins plan B, plan C, everything worked. They were still able to execute. And a lot of that, that has to go to, to what Tua was able to do. He was so good in finding other options today. And just, I, I mean, like some of the crisp passes that he had today, just, they they were unbelievable, dude. Like, the the way he's able to just put it in spots where only his receivers can go get it. This is what Tyreek Hill was talking about when he's saying, like, this is the most accurate pass in the league. He just, he has just such an ability to put it in a place where his receivers can go make the play and nobody else. And I think it was just a thing of beauty to watch. And this is a stat from uh, Represheisen from the Dolphins Media Relations Department tweets out. The Dolphins are now 14 and 1 in the last 15 games Tua has finished, 13 and 2 in the last games that he has started. I mean, that's amazing. And he got the MVP chance today.
1: Got the MVP chance, man. Technically, he the got him.
0: did he finish today's game? I mean, was, so what does that start? Because Skyler, <laughs> Skyler came in a mop up duty. It's a very weird one for that stat. That's why I say I, it's a, that's, a, that's been a weird stat for a while. I just say they're 14 and 1 in games where he has not almost died.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And uh, I loved your text. You, you texted me right towards the end of the game. I mean, we, the, the Browns got Skylar. We got I mean, Skylar, dude. And 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 Skylar came out, got a completion. The Dolphins didn't punt today. The first time the Dolphins haven't punted in a game since 2003. I believe it's only the fifth time in franchise history that they go. What is it? 48 minutes? 60 minutes? How many How many minutes do we play again 60. in the NFL? Sixty,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> 60 minutes. And they don't punt the football. Um, and, you know, as much as we miss old Tommy Morstead, uh, more, like, bro, you don't, you don't need him right now. Because nah. this Dolphins offense can't be stopped. It's crazy, Tobin. It is they, crazy. 39 points. It's the, the the third straight game. They put up 30 or more points. First time they do that since 2009 when they did it for four straight games. Like, just every, every game now we're getting to this point where all these – these stats offensively and all these records offensively the Dolphins are breaking that they haven't been able to do since they were a, a really good organization back in the early 2000s. And uh, and and you're finally seeing it all come to fruition three straight weeks. This is no longer, you know, uh, no, there's no longer that that wiggle room for people to say, well, the Dolphins are benefiting from bad teams. And no, no, no. this was a, a good defense they went up against. The Browns record, I don't think, is indicative of of how good they are. And the Dolphins were able, other than that first drive, to totally shut them down running the football. And Teron Armstead and that offensive line, shout out to Teron Armstead, by the way, like had ice on his calf, said, hey, my vacation doesn't start till tomorrow, bruh." And he came back out there. Tua doesn't get touched. Doesn't get touched. And another thing you mentioned about Tua, because at the end of the half, he was throwing darts. There was a oh, third and good. seven out to Jalen Waddle that the, oh, the the cornerback, nah. the DB is literally off his feet, full extension, and it just skates right by his fingertips, right into Waddle's hands. Yep. And then that touchdown pass to Sherfield was as impressive of a throw I've seen from Tua. But there was a play in the third quarter, Tobin, where it was a bad snap. Tua kind of like deflects it up to himself. He catches it and immediately just went down. laid down. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. And to me, it was what you had brought up to me, right? Where he's going to have to start showing that maturity of, hey, don't try to extend a play when it's just not there. That play, as it was maybe the worst play of scrimmage today from the Dolphins, to me showed the the steps Tua's taken already. Not just his ability to to kind of you know just take this offense down the field on every series, but also Him understanding his value to this team.
0: Well, I think that's what I think that's a great word for today's game for him. I thought I just thought it was such a mature game from him because, you know, I think maybe a guy even in the first three weeks of the season, you know, maybe tries to force some things down the field and really like he just he just operated today like such a veteran surgeon, carving them up in every manner that they could. And um, and I think a lot of that had to do with like look they didn't have a good place to attack the Dolphins in this game. They knew that they had to try and take away the, uh, the, the penguin and the cheetah today. But other than that, um, what was going to be their answer? And so everybody else ate off of that. I think that was what was so impressive. And and still like, look, it's not like, uh, it's not like Tyreek and and Jalen were ghosts. They still had big catches today, but it just wasn't like the all of the monster numbers didn't go to them. It was, it was very, the, the, the wealth was spread all around. And to it deservedly. So I was happy to see that the fan base gave him MVP chance today. Like this guy, this guy deserves that he is. He has been through a lot of crap and you're starting to see, like we've talked about this. We've been on, on, on check with all the, the national narratives and the buzz around him. But you know, the, everybody's starting to kind of come around on this and answer for their crimes on the things that they said about this man. And uh, some are still dopes like Colin cowherd, who said it's a half truth that he's great dummy. Um, you can't win them all. You know, some people will, will want to go down to the ship like a bunch of uh, like a bunch of message board wackos, but that's okay. To, Colin doesn't have to for for whatever reason. The guy who went from his documentary to now just wants to cover every base of his opinion on Tua. He doesn't want to believe that's fine. You know what? You, those are the people who are just going to look like morons by this. But I, I just feel like he is growing into such a complete quarterback all over the place. This was just an absolute throttling the Dolphins put on them. And I, I got to think that Mike McDaniel uh, going that locker room today, I'm sure we'll get the speech either later tonight or tomorrow, but I, he's got to be in so many ways. He said he wanted this team to come into it and be going into the bye week with that seven and three record. He has to be so thrilled with the all around win today was. If I would have told you
1: coming into today's game that the Dolphins would put up 39 points and essentially, route the Browns. I mean, thirty-nine, seventeen. I guess it's not really a route, but they 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 blew them out. Like this game wasn't that close in no. the second half. If I would have told you that they were able to do that, and Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill would only have nine catches combined for one hundred and ten yards, you would have told me there's no way. Like it's impossible. There's no way that that's gonna happen. And no. uh, and 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 even more so, if I would have told you that the Dolphins would rush for one hundred and ninety-five yards between Mostert and Wilson. Once again, you would have told me there's no way that like we, we haven't seen that team.
0: So, I, yeah, I'm with you, man. And I think the thing that's also great about it is just like we have seen so many times this year, the complimentary football back and forth uh, where like offense has been good for a pocket of the game. The defense has been good for a pocket of the game. They were good basically from the second from the first time the Dolphins touched the football till the end of the game it was it, everybody just fed off of each other. The defense was great that, you know, Zach Sealer huge turnover, finally getting the ball to, uh, to Xavier and Howard, getting that paw in there. Cause he's a big old grizzly bear. Uh, Christian Wilkins was a monster today. He was chasing fools down. I really felt like that the line, you know, Jerome Baker and Alana Roberts set the tone with how hard they were hitting today. And the pass rush was great dude. It was, it was just, all around, it really has – it was just a, a great performance from the Miami Dolphins, um, and I, I just don't know how we're going to have a, a finally a, a week off here to kind of reset for the season, but this – dude, I guess we could break it here and, and, and talk about this on the other side, but this team feels like as legitimate a contender as there is in the league. Um, you know, maybe there's a couple teams with better records, but they feel like a threat everywhere, and they feel like they're also – they also feel like they're getting better. Um so I think that's the, such the the impressive thing about what today's win stood for them and, and why it was so important. But we'll, yeah. uh, go ahead, man.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say to to your credit or to your point on the defense, like there's a couple guys, we can get to it on the other side as well, that deserve a ton of credit today because, um, you know, Keon Crossing goes out with an injury and in steps up Justin Bethel, who's really a special teams uh, specialist. He's a flyer on the special teams, but he comes up and he just, Plays like he belongs in that position. Like, there, there's so many guys that we can point to today. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll, hand out, we'll hand out 17 game balls like Mike McDaniels doing right now in the locker room Love on it. the other side when we, uh, when we pop some bottle noses. But, to, you know, I, I just kind of feel the exact same way you do, man. Like, there's, there's no team right now that scares me as a Dolphins fan.
0: We'll take a break on the Porpoise Pod. Swimming on after this. Porpoise pod swimming on here, dolphins seven and three going into the bye week victorious what was the uh salon like what is the atmosphere like repeatable party in today, man like what was it? uh I saw some Browns fans there. It didn't feel like an overwhelming amount, but I know a lot of people uh travel down here. they like to come down here, but what was the uh the dolphin atmosphere like
1: yeah the the browns fans showed out there's no doubt, but so they passed out those like white towels today. there was like a white out um and it was also Veterans' day as well, obviously so. The crowd was wild. You mentioned the the Tua MVP chance. We're kind of in like a a box here in the booth, and uh, you, you don't really get too much crowd atmosphere in the Miami booth.
0: But it's a very, it's a very weird you, thing with that uh, stadium, by the way. It is. But
1: you could you could hear the MVP chance clearly on the broadcast, clearly. Uh, so the atmosphere was crazy, and I saw you mentioned Brett from the Dolphins. A bunch of people tweeted this out. The Dolphins po- posted it. Uh, it was the most tickets they've sold to a game since they refurbished the stadium back wow. in or, or renovated it back in 2015. Like I have it written down 66,000. So they're,
0: like, they're doing like a college thing where they're just making up places to put people. I love that. I guess,
1: I guess so. They, they've got people uh, up on the, uh, on the hard rock uh, logos up here. They're just putting them anywhere.
0: It's uh, it it's an amazing thing, man. It, it really is. I think like, the town is buzzing right now. Um, it's, it it really is, I I don't know, man, I I feel like this place is just alive. Like I was at the, uh, Tyree kill family foundation this week and you just tell, like, you know, getting the hobnob with a bunch of dolphin fans who are there for the event. They're just so geeked up. They're so happy about what this, uh, what this team is bringing to the table because so many years it's been about, you know, yes, they're maybe they're winning, but you don't really feel like the way they can go win or it's like, you know, some embarrassing scandal pops up and all of this is just like, man, I, I, I look forward to having football every Sunday to just watch what they're going to do. I think that's the thing that's so great about it. It's like, man, it feels like it feels very like heat esque. like I'm just excited about every game. I'm just excited to watch it all. It's like, man, we're not going to have them for two weeks. I'm like, what am I going to do? I mean, I, I mean, my friends are going away.
1: Tobin, this was the game the Dolphins of old would have lost. This, this would have been the game, right? Everything's trending upwards. And you get a team that is pretty good, but they don't have their, their obviously, their, their starting quarterback. In Deshaun Watson, it's Jacoby Brissett, who you have a little bit of history with. I'd also like to talk about him doing a couple of QB sneaks early on He's in the dope. game. I mean, this, this stupid Jacoby Brissett really, really irked me with two quarterback sneaks, but then Zach Sealer uh sealer and odd up Tobin. Oh, i was waiting to I, love I, him. I, I tried to feed that to cephalo by the way but he wasn't having it unfortunately I, I i'm sorry but he just wasn't having it uh but uh this was the game that this team would lose right they'd come out and they, they'd put up a dud they'd score 13 points their offense wouldn't produce and and you're kind of feeling like oh no like here we go again and it, it's it's not happening like i keep in the back of my head, I keep waiting for it. I keep waiting for the game where we're going to say, "Whoa, you know, let's take a pause here. Let's all settle down with the with the Super Bowl talks. Let's all settle down with the the division talks, and us going into Buffalo and beating them. Like, let's pump the brakes a little bit." But it's not happening. It's not like they they continue to show, as you mentioned, it's such a great point. Not only are they producing and they're doing it consistently, but they're improving
0: week by week. Well, that's the thing that was so great about the trade deadline and why you got to give it up to Chris Greer and yeah. Mike McDaniel. Cause obviously that's his guy that he brought in and Jeff Wilson, but they saw two very big holes on this team that were not. And I think also two holes that weren't living up to potential. Cause I think everybody thought, man, this pass rush was going to be a lot better. And we thought that the run game, Mike is going to make it, make it happen. And they basically said, no, we can sure these. We know we have the scheme and we have the support system around that can make this good enough. And that I think was the impressive thing about what they did at the trade deadline, because, you know, last week, both of those guys, they made nice little, nice little splashes. I felt like both of their impact was just huge today. They were monsters. And you mentioned Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. He's a, maybe he's one of the more hittable quarterbacks to go get. He's very slow, even though he uh, was QB sneaking all over the place. (laughs) Um, I thought today, I thought today that that pressure was just doing such a tremendous job. Like they were, except I got to say, Dude, what, what the hell is this with the, pa- the rough and the passer? Like Christian Wilkins can't. What, what is he supposed to? I want to know what Christian Wilkins is supposed to do in that place where Jacoby Verset, he tackles him right through the sternum and they go to, I don't know who it is, Gene Sterritory. goes, oh, he landed with all his weight on him. I'm, dude, he's 300 pounds. What is he supposed to do? Tell me what he's supposed to do there. I, I just, like, how are they not allowed to football anymore? What is going on?
1: It's so dumb because it's not like he picked him up and drove him into the ground. He's running full speed at Jacoby Reset, who yes. also is a big dude. He's also a big dude. So, Wilkins can't, like, let up because no. then he's going to get his ass knocked down. And you, when you're, you know, 350 pounds, you can't allow a QB to take you out. So, he's running full speed at him. He grabs him, as, as you said, right in, like, the torso area. And he takes him down. I thought it was a bogus penalty as well, but the guys up here in the booth kind of agreed that it was the right call.
0: Uh, yeah. I didn't think so, but uh, yeah, you know t- what, t- I'm gonna talk to Joe about that tomorrow. Say, so, hey, you're getting soft in your old age, man. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean that's a rough in the passer? What's he <laughs> supposed to do? What's he supposed to do? I mean, like I don't understand it. He's a, he's a behemoth. He goes and hits the quarterback. There's a bunch of people around there. Is he supposed to just let him go by? It's just silly to me. You know, I, I I don't understand it. By the
1: way, speaking of penalties, Tobin, let's give it up for the Dolphins offense. No embarrassing uh, procedure penalties today. No embarrassing um, uh, ineligible man downfield penalties right. today. Like that's kind of been plaguing this offense a little bit. It's kind of been looming over uh, some of these victories. and uh, And obviously the win matters more than any of that. Those are things that you can – kind of perfect as the season goes on or or, or patch up and they did it today like they deserve credit because I've I've been tough on them all season where I'm saying what's going on here every week there's four or five of these penalties that are to me are embarrassing like how how can you line up incorrectly three times in a game that doesn't make any sense to me and today that didn't happen a single time
0: I'm glad you mentioned the word embarrassing can I just say uh as an aside I'm so glad to have a coach with swag in in Mike McDaniel because this Kevin Stefanski Talk about a square. I mean, this is your outfit. Your outfit is generic white Browns T-shirt. The T-shirt, his coaching getup looks like he caught that from like one of the parachutes they dropped from the Raptors at AAA, which is what I'm calling it now, by the way. Uh, I'm I'm back to it. Uh, It looks like like a T-shirt gun, like a free T-shirt. Like what? That's the T-shirt you choose Stefanski? Like, did he think it was good? He probably thought he was going to be like the Bills, just sweltering in heat. He goes, what could I go with here? Oh, I know. The, a white T-shirt with the tiniest Cleveland Browns logo I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm so glad that guy's not my coach. What?
1: This guy go hit chest and then come straight to the, to the stadium?
0: It's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, that that's your getup, Stefanski. Not a polo, not a windbreaker. You're going just a generic white Cleveland Browns t-shirt like what the hell ha- did you get like barbecue sauce on yours this morning I don't understand I'm like there's no way that was the top choice that he could have gone with with all the free clothes these guys are allowed to have that's what he chooses it's very I, uh weird.
1: I I loved so Travis Wingfield from uh from the Miami Dolphins interception, ah! interception! Ah! First place is, it over? First is it over is it over ah confirm it hold on let's ah. confirm before we celebrate I'm three minutes behind you. Pirate feed.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, this is very exciting.
1: Let's see. First Final. Place. Final. First place. Fin! Final! First, First place. place fins. Fins. First,
0: First place. place fins. Fins. First, First place. place fins. Fins. First, First place. place fins. Fins. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Wow. Let's go. That is exciting. That it took a little longer than we hoped, but man, exciting. Robin, oh, could, I'm probably going to see could, it right now. Oh. You... Wow. Could John. you imagine Could you imagine
1: what people would be saying about Tua Tungabailoa right now if he blew a double-digit lead, fumbled in his own end zone to allow the other team to yeah. get the lead with 33 seconds left and then threw a pick in overtime to ice the game? What would people be saying? What would Colin Coward be saying about Tua
0: Tungabailoa right now, Tobin? What would they be saying? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, tell you what I'm doing right now. Josh Allen – you're out of the MVP race, my friend. <laughs> oh, You're out, dude. Woo! You are out. You, you blow the game with a pick and you blow the game with a fumble in the end zone. Guess where you go? Back in the line, Josh Allen, with your <laughs> sore elbow. Wow. Dude. Amazing. What Back- a time. What a damn woo! time to be alive, Toby. Wow. Woo. First place. Back to first place. All these stupid Bills fans. They thought we were never going to get back there either. They're sitting Ooh, how's it down there. How's the weather down there? No, no. How's the weather down there, dummies? Is it too hot? Is it too hot, Buffalo? <laughs> Josh Allen.
1: Kind of feel like doing a little Chris Forster action right now. I mean, that's oh, how good I'm feeling. Oh. Hit me with the Chris Forster meme, baby. What a time, Dobin. Wow. What a time. This is amazing, dude.
0: I don't know what to do with my hands. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm, I, am, I am shook. Woo. I'll let you – if you want to end this take, early. I'm gonna, like, am going to take a cold shower or something like that. No, we got <laughs> to pop some bottlenoses before we get out of here, dude. Let's do it. Let's uh, do what do you got? Give me a couple of your top performers today. Well,
1: first of all, I just want to finish my thought. Travis Wingfield from the Miami Dolphins, he quote tweeted the shoes McDaniel was wearing, and he gave him a new nickname, which, uh, you know, I love McCoach and Tobin. I have to give you credit for that, but McDrip on wow. the Dolphins' sideline.
0: McDrip. Listen, McDrip is good. It also sounds like something a sauce that goes on the McRib. It sounds Hell delicious. Yeah. Oh. yeah,
1: the McDrip. And uh, I'm going to give my – I'll pop two bottle noses. I'm going to give the first one. I mentioned him. Justin Bethel. Dude stepped up. Keon Crossing goes out. Dolphins are depleted in the cornerback room already. And, uh, and he comes in. I'm not going to say he made – you know, the biggest difference in the game. But there was a couple key plays that he made when the, the, the Browns still kind of had a chance to work themselves back in the game a little bit. And uh, he came up with a big deflection. And then he came up with a big tackle to, I believe, force a fourth down, which they ended up turnover on downs. So to me, Justin Bethel deserves some uh, some bottlenose uh, to be popped for him.
0: Uh, let's see, man. I could go so many directions here. Um, I'm gonna go Jeff Wilson Jr. Popping bottle noses for him. What a game! He he, I thought he set the tone. Two guys I thought really set the tone for this game: Landon Roberts and Jeff Wilson. I thought that they just brought such a physicality. This is a Dolphins team I think is known for speed, uh, being dynamic, explosive. I just thought that they really, they really brought the hurt to Cleveland, who's known as a very physical team. You think about Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, all of the the fierce you know, scary guys they have on that team. And and look, the Dolphins gave a lot of respect to them coming into this week. Mike McDaniel said they are no joke. We feel they could be anybody on any week. And I don't, and he goes, and truly you cannot say that about other teams. He goes, you know, I know that could be a throwaway cliche. He made the point. You cannot really say that about a lot of teams. They could be any team. And I, I just thought that that tone they set with physicality early on, that was brought especially by Jeff Wilson. It felt like every time he touched the football, it was for 12 yards. So what a game by him. He he is, I think, could be gonna become a quick fan favorite down here.
1: You know what? There's already a twenty-three hanging in the uh the triple A Raptors, the Heat Arena Raptors, change that colorway to Aqua and Orange. Yes. Bleep MJ. Let's give number twenty-three up there to Jeff Wilson. That's how that's how good of a game he had today. And that's how I'm feeling about, about J Dub. I mean, what a damn game.
0: Him. He he is uh, he is awesome. I, I loved everything that he brought to the table today. You want to pop some uh, bottle nose for somebody else?
1: Yeah, let's. I mean, are we not going to even talk about Tua? Because Tua, dude, come on! I love him so.
0: I much. love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> when 285 they go to
1: five the... today, two eighty five, wow. twenty five of thirty two, uh, three touchdowns. His QB rating was excellent again, one thirty five, and it almost seemed effortless from Tua. And we talked about how he showed maturity. Just throwing some darts, bro. Like just, just for dimes all over the field. And, uh, and he deserves it. Like we, it's almost gotten to the point now, three straight weeks here. We're almost taking him for granted because uh, we almost expect it, but he's, he's taken his game to another level. And anybody who's denying that he's playing as an elite quarterback right now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have the argument yet that he's top three quarterback in the NFL. We'll have that argument at the end of the season. But right now, this season, he is playing like an elite quarterback. And you, you can't deny it. If, if you want to deny it, you're brain dead.
0: It's stupid. Yeah. Any other argument, if you're saying that, if you want to make any other caveat for him, other than, hey, he's good. You're just, you, you're, you're just an ingrate and a dummy. He's good at football. He's been, he's been good at football. He now has better support system to make him elite at football. And he looks, he, he looks every bit an MVP candidate today. And I think that, you know, I was even, you know, talk we talked about this last week about is it Tyreek Hill? Is it Tua? Cause Tyreek's just been that dynamic and Tyreek was still good today. Like still showing up with a touchdown. What did we think of a Tyreek Hill's uh, celebration where he played that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he told he told hawk and crowder because they asked him about his his uh his uh what what, what was it
0: that i had the called back him last the, week? the back spring back spring round off
1: the back spring, whatever i i totally pulled that one out of my my ass last year last week so i can't i can't even remember what i said but uh but um he told us he's got he's got some stuff planned like he's like that was just the I appetizer like Get ready, and what did he do? He played dead. I couldn't even see it because there were so many he, guys like, around. He him.
0: he like he looked woozy, and then he like laid down, and then I don't know who it was who <laughs> came and revived him. But one of the linemen came over and they uh, they pumped his chest, and then all of a sudden he was back. So thank God it was a medical emergency there for a second. Uh, I tried to go to. By the way, I was at the Tyreek Hill Family issue with we the MCs. I tried to go to him into a Super Bowl prediction. That was like my last. My last question, because we do is, you know, we do some, he's doing it for a great cause. He's raising money for uh, Nicholas Children's Hospital for uh, their their uh, mental wellness program for youth. So awesome job by Tyreek. Shout out to the Tyreek Hill Family Foundation. But they were like, oh, you could ask like, you know, one fun football one at the end. So I just basically wanted to do like the cheap pop where I like see if I can get him to do a Super Bowl prediction. And I could see it in his eyes. He wanted to, but he goes, what? Cause like he double take my question. I'm like, I'm very right next to you. There's no way you didn't hear what I just said. I was like, Hey, what do you think? That, where's the farthest this team can go? What's their ceiling Tyreek? And he, what'd you say? What's their ceiling? And like, he kind of smiles. He goes, we're just going to take care of Cleveland this week. I'm like, damn it. Oh, I was like, I could see you wanted to, I could see he wanted to do the Tyreek Hill thing where he was just going to take it over the top. But, uh, but whatever. He did it today. They did it today. They were amazing. Yeah uh so shout out to Tua he's awesome I love him
1: um best way to go into a bye week Tobin four game winning streak yeah take care of the Browns another impressive performance and uh, and I know we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll porp a little bit during the bye week but seriously man like props to this team top to bottom Chris Greer all the way down uh other than Jason Sanders no props to Jason no. Sanders
0: <laughs> dude what's going on with him I thought for sure he's gonna miss that field goal too I was like did that go through I was he like is- checking I was double checking with myself I don't know <laughs> I don't believe any kick is going to go in from him now.
1: He's approached just pure bumsky uh zone right now. Like he he can't, can't do anything. Like he's in his own head.
0: Yeah. I don't, you know what? We'll save it for another. We'll, we'll we'll yeah. save it for later in the week for things we're worried about. We'll do that pod. But this, <laughs> this, this isn't that pod. This is the first place. Right. Finns pod. Okay. That's right. That's what this is. First place. Finns, Josh Allen's a bum. Get That's him out of it. the MVP race. He's out with thrown to a, Call your bouncers over. Get that cretin out of out of your MVP club. Pa <laughs> We'll talk to you guys next time on the Porpoise Pod. Enjoy this one, Dolphins.